Duke's mail. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, your potato salads get it. BLTs get it. Tailgates get it. And restaurants get it, too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Duke's is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Duke's. It's got twang. This episode and every episode of the Beer Guys Radio Show is brought to you by Ironmonger Brewing. Visit Ironmonger at their tap room in Marietta, Georgia, or online at ironmongerbrewing.com. Open up a tab, grab a seat, and pour a pint. It's time for the Beer Guys Radio Show. You want free beer? Go to the brewery. Dedicated to the art, science, and enjoyment of craft beer. Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? Now, here are your hosts, Tim Dennis and Brian Hewitt. And welcome to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We are broadcasting. We're not in the Beer Guys Radio studios this week, Brian. We are not. We're on the road. We are at Dry County Brewing in Kennesaw, Georgia. We are here for the bottle share. That's right. For Dry County Brewing. And uh, we're going to talk to Pontoon Brewing. There's a lot of good things. that We're going to find out what the bottle share is. Chris, we had you on about a year ago. Correct. I think when you get started, I'm we'll a different get person. more. Yes, a different yeah. person. A yeah. new man. I've rebirthed. Good, if good you for will. you, man. I think good your beard you. is definitely bushier than the last Thanks, time I man. saw you. Yeah. I appreciate it. I, pr- I approve, yeah. But, you know, I saw you, and then I was like, man, i got to step up my game. You, you you've know, got a, long, a lot of game to go to catch I, up I with do. Brian, though. I try to set a good example when it comes to facial hair. And uh, you Not do. in any other way in, in life, but facial hair, yes. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Pick your lane. And- <laughs> That's right. I know I know what I'm good at, and it's growing hair. Congratulations on that, Brian, Thank on your you. skill Thank set there. You know, this is our first show of 2020. It is. That's we right. took wow. off last week to recoup a little bit. We're already blowing the format. We already we, are, We're yeah. just going off. But I am Tim Dennis. With me, as always, my good friend and co-host, Mr. Brian Hewitt. And Becky Smalls is here, too. She's observing, watching, and making sure we behave. Yeah, so we've got Christopher Glenn, the founder and executive director of The Bottle Share, with us. We also have Trey Sinclair, the president of Dry County Brewing. And we're going to talk about... Drinking and doing good, yeah, and then beer and award-winning beers and uh, anything else that comes up. All my favorite things. Yeah, yeah. thanks for joining us, guys. Absolutely, we thank you for it. having us. Absolutely. We're actually we're going to talk about it a little more, but we're sipping uh, your, your new beer, one of your new yeah. beer here's here, right? We got jumping, low, jumping right into little it here, low yeah. key. We're going low key, <laughs> low key. Yeah, it's uh, we're we're jumping into the the better for you segment of beer here in That's 2020. Right. New year, new new us, I guess. So yeah, hundred calorie, four percent. Three carb IPA. Y'all can probably attest to it. It it still has uh, that IPA character it to does. it. It's yes. still full bodied and and uh, and delicious. Uh, doesn't taste like a watered down IPA by by any means. So um, yeah, we're we're excited about that one for sure. Now see, this is the way that I would go in the new year because you know we we kicked in the new year. We did a lot of saisons. Our show for the New Year's was. You know, we featured a lot of saisons because they're champagne-y. I love a good saison. You know, actually, remember the one we toasted the New Year with? Yeah, the Miller Jenny. Uh, the Mil- champagne of beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Champagne. The champagne. Yeah. You had the you had the large. That's my stuff. We did. We had the yeah, proper. You have to. Yes, oh. the decorative bottle. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I low key drank all of this low key yeah. very quickly. See, you're so, catching yeah. on. You're yeah. That's high good, key. Good at growing facial hair and exactly. at, at catching on. At drinking. I'm good at drinking. That turns out I'm pretty good at that. Yeah. There you go. But that's you know the New Year. A lot of people go with dry January. 
Yeah. With all the holiday drinking of that. Yeah. You know, low ABV January doesn't have the same ring to it, but no, I think but I'm I, more about I promote that. Dry County January. I was about That's, to go there. Yeah. Like dry, yeah, yeah, Dry January. That means come to Dry <laughs> yes. County. Yeah. Means, yeah, exactly. Right? Are you exactly. hashtagging that yet? I, I'm going to now. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first That's on Beer Guys Radio. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. But you know, speaking of Dry January, a lot of people I know give it a shot, go out because the holidays do bring on a lot of alcohol. And we saw recently, Brian, you saw some news recently that there's actually a alcohol-free bar coming up, right? Or yeah. it has opened. It, it, I believe it has opened. It's in actually in London. So I'm, I'm sorry, Tim. You can't go enjoy it. Sorry, Brewdog. They they ah. opened up Brewdog AF, and AF means alcohol free. Wow. I know it's implying something else because it's Brewdog, <laughs> and uh, they're they're claiming it's the world's first uh, alcohol free, alcohol free only bar. I think that there's some breweries that are alcohol free that might take issue with that now they did say that they're going to have both craft beer and uh spirits and i have seen that they've done some alcohol free spirits do you guys know anything about that exactly what they do with those alcohol free spirits yeah yeah i've seen some different things like seed lip i think is a big one that's out right now that uh i think it's distilled peas of some kind that they they claim is uh it's distilled so it's a spirit but it's zero abv zero proof um, I am not sure the science behind it. It's not something we're really looking it's into green here in Dry County. Yes. Distilled um, yeah. peas. Distilled peas. It uh, sounds very delicious, and the zero alcohol makes it even more appetizing. But uh, yeah, don't. Throw no, I did hear about the the uh, alcohol free bar. I think it's I think it's becoming more of a trend. Just more than just the Brewdog uh, kind of environment, but. I think it definitely serves its purpose and place, and there's obviously individuals that, that struggle with that and um, and want to still experience the environment of a bar. Uh, so I definitely definitely uh, can get behind that. I uh, but it's not something Dry County is looking into or uh, anything that we know the science behind the the zero ABV distillation or zero ABV brewing um, in terms of uh, R and Ding there. You're so. not going to be converting to. DCAF anytime no, soon. No, right? uh, not in that sense anyway. I uh, okay. maybe in the sense Brian's implying. Right. But do both trends. Get get a an alcohol free seltzer so you cover both bases. Yeah. Just do that and some carbonated water. There you yeah. go, carbonated yeah. water. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, Lacroix, yeah. Dry County Lacroix. That's right. Yeah. Of- <laughs> Brian's Brian's talking about alcohol free seltzer. That's seltzer, man. That's <laughs> yeah. seltzer. Is there such a thing? I had no that's, idea. That's Brian's mind. That's right. <laughs> that's I'm like, it. oh, there are there are beverages out there without alcohol. I, today I learned. Ginger ale. Right. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, heart <laughs> ginger ale, right? No? No? Yeah. Okay. I guess it did. So did, did you guys overindulge through the holidays, or you keep it on par there pretty kept good? It, kept it low-key. So. Kept yeah. it low-key. So there you go. Bringing it back. Yeah. 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 I, I was up here at the brewery uh, hanging out for the new year. We have we always have a big kind of, quote-unquote, speakeasy event up here for the New Year's Eve, and it's it's a lot of fun. Pack the place out, have a good time, ring in the new year here in Kennesaw. So that was fun, but didn't didn't overindulge in any way so you know the speakeasy theme was pretty popular we saw a lot of gatsby themes as yes. well. a lot of roaring 20s roaring in yes. the 20s yeah. here and stuff yes yeah. i feel dumb because it took me a while to figure out why there was so much gatsby i'm like why are there so many gatsby <laughs> end of the year events like what is this about and then that's then it all came together like oh yeah 2020 it's I, the 20s again and i know so. you yeah. guys are a radio show so most listeners can't can't see this visual but chris has taken it all the way out to the whole first week of January. He's got his Gatsby-themed attire on He here. brought some yeah. with him. Yeah. And yeah. he's rocking some dead sexy socks. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. My sock yeah. collection. <laughs> Game over. Game over. Yeah. We'll have to remember that. That's if you ever want to get Chris 
a gift, yep. something special. Get him some, some socks. Get him some yeah. sexy socks to yeah, add it, to the collection. I'm at the top of my game with the sock, kind of similar to your beard. Okay, yeah. 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 I, you know what? I've heard about your organization of socks by color and uh, <laughs> yeah. it, by pattern. I assume too, you know, color and pattern. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Do you have Do you have like a tie rack that circles around with socks on it? Because I, that would I, be amazing. I'm going to now. Okay, that'd now that be fantastic. That up, yeah, the it's sock a, rack. It's a solid idea. Well, I've seen like the some of them. the rappers and the ball players and that they have a closet just for their sneakers. Yeah. So you can get one just for walk in and you've got the. The mood lighting and everything. Oh, wow. The ground effect lighting for your your socks. Prayers answered. See? I've now figured out why you guys had us on first show of the year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there's we nowhere but up for you guys in terms That's of content it. now. Man, we've so, got it. We've yeah. covered socks. we covered low-cal beers. Yeah. We've got, no, we've got everything. Alcoholic here. beverages. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Ginger ale. Water. Oh, Tim, I think it is time for the beers of the week. Crack open a cold one. It's the Truck and Tap Beer of the Week. Craft beer and food trucks in downtown Woodstock. Truckandtap.com. Well, Brian, we're going to get into a lot of good stuff this week. I actually don't even know what all is on the agenda. I think we're going to, we have had Dry County, uh, the low key, the as low we key. mentioned. So we had the pills. Plank Pills, which yeah. is an award winning beer. It is. It is. Brian. What a very prestigious award. Or one we, of them. Do we have Bottle Share on tap here? One of the Bottle Share collaborations? We absolutely do. Yeah, Bottle Share Volume 6. Volume so this six. is our sixth edition now. Happy to say, you know, a big portion of them have been with Drag County. They've just been so darn supportive since the very beginning. Uh, but yeah, Bottle Share Volume 6 is on right now. It's, it's come on, it's magically delicious. Have, it's you, a, uh, have, have you had yeah, it? It's a, a super-fruited braggot. If you will say uh, between ourselves, Dry County Pontoon Brewing and Leprechaun Meadery. Okay, that's yeah. You and Dry County, you guys go way back, man. We do. Yeah. I, I, way back. W- when Trey first hired me, my first day, I wore a Employee of the Month T-shirt. You got never come in never with won the award, but he wore the shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, he believed in himself, but yeah. he never won the award. He's that's first it, in his own that's heart. What it, there. That's, that's what it that's takes, all that man. Matters. Yeah. That's it. Right. Well, you're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We do need to take a break, but we'll be back very soon to talk more with the Bottle Share in Dry County Brewing. Brian and Tim, the beer guys. If you're like us, no lunch or dinner is complete without a pint or two of craft beer. Which is why Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock, Alpharetta, and Duluth are always on our list. Tim, why do they call it Truck and Tap? Well, the tap part is easy, Brian. They've got 18 of them. As for the truck part, that's where it gets interesting. Truck and Tap features your favorite Atlanta area food trucks, so you're getting a different menu every day. Truck and Tap in downtown Woodstock, Alpharetta, and Duluth. Truckandtap.com. Let them know that the beer guys sent you. Follow the Beer Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. Now, back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. If you miss an episode, don't worry. All episodes are available as a podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcasting app and never miss a show. Now, let's get back to the bottle share. And Dry County, of course. Okay, so can I be that guy for just a second? You can, absolutely. It's just bottle share. Just bottle, no the. We dropped the. 
Did you drop that? We dropped the. Okay. Check out the T-shirt. Hang on, uh, I gotta look at the shirt. Right. Oh, it's not right. on the shirt. Yeah. There's and, no and, and, on and the we've shirt. registered. Bottle share is one word. Because I remember you back in the day when you were the bottle share. It was man. the bottle share. Yep. Yep. From but, the days I knew you when, Chris. But the, yeah. <laughs> uh, man, is that to be it's more inclusive of other bottle shares out there? What's that? Is that to be more inclusive of other bottle shares out there? We are all. The bottle share. <laughs> Just like, bottle share. It's like the Chris. You know, I am the Chris. The Chris. The Chris. Yeah. Do you have yeah. that trademarked yet? Not yet, but I'm working on it. Hey, so what had happened is, you know the you know the movie, uh, uh, what was it, Social? The social something? Network? Yes. Yes. Okay. Remember when Justin Timberlake walks by and he's like, I got a tip for you. Drop the, because it was the Facebook. The Facebook. Oh, yeah. Okay. I get it. It makes sense. Yeah. Everybody Chris, dropped that, it but never the parents. until Justin Timberlake said it for yeah. you. That's right. What's he that? speaks yeah. wisdom. <laughs> well, Chris, bottle share. Bottle share, yes, We're sir. here with you. We're at a, uh, a fundraising event for you here. We are at Dry County Brewing. Before we talk about the event, we did have you on about a year ago. Correct. A lot has changed. A lot has grown. For those that are not familiar with bottle share, <laughs> there you go. can you tell us kind of how we got here? What is bottle share, and why did you start the organization? Absolutely. So um, I'll start off with our mission statement. And uh, what we do is we aim to generate funds so that we can grant uh, emergency financial assistance to workers within the craft beverage industry when they suffer extreme hardships outside of the workplace, preventing them from working and earning an income okay, to support themselves and their families. So, for example, my situation had it happened outside of the workplace, uh, couldn't work. I tried. He tried. <laughs> he fired me twice. <laughs> Just for take, any lawyers listening, I did not. No. <laughs> any times. Did never, never did, no. That never happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many firings. <laughs> Trey, Trey's handicap friendly, brought, brought me in, you know, which is which is really new. I'm allowed to say that because technically, it, you know, I am. Anyway, uh, so that's what we aim to do. But it, here's the deal. We're not here to to mourn tragedy. We're here to celebrate life. Right? So we want to have the best time possible in everything that we do. And so, for example, this event right here. I mean, I haven't been back in there yet, but it sounds like everybody's having a good time. It does sound like a good time. You know, there. absolutely. absolutely. So I, I, that's, that's, that is my focal point in all of this is that I don't want to be a nonprofit that's kind of doldrums or boring or you know, just gets lost amongst all the other nonprofits. Yeah, uh, I want this to be the coolest, most fun, awesomest. awesomest. You hear that? I went with I just the said most it. awesomest. The, right? most the most awesome. Yeah, and awesomest. Chris does a great job, kind of talking about the mission statement and bottle share and where it is right now. And he was on your show a year ago, and folks who were listening to it a year ago can probably just frankly hear the difference in, yeah. in Chris today versus a year Absolutely. ago in a, in a sure. positive way. Um, but I think it is important for your listeners who. Uh, who weren't tuning into the show a year ago or have had a few beers between now and then and, and don't 100% recall it, uh, kind of the background on Bottle Share and how it got started, right, is uh, is Chris was an employee at Dry County and, like I said, never fired. Uh, <laughs> never, but, uh, never fired. For the, that was a joke. Again, not yeah. even once yeah. or twice, right? I thought it was okay. a great joke. But. It, it, was, it was wonderful. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and uh, obviously a, a tragic event involving a, uh, a drunk driver hitting Chris's vehicle late one night and, uh, again, right, suffering 
organic from, brain damage. Yes, the technical terms. From yeah. that, um, Bottle Share, at the time it was The Bottle Share, because I hadn't watched uh, the Facebook movie, but The Bottle <laughs> Share was a, a concept I'd had in my mind for a while in terms of just a nonprofit serving the craft beer industry. And it was nothing more than that. There was no meat or bones to it. And uh, when when this incident uh, happened with Chris and I saw the the kind of way he rebounded from it and the passion he had for wanting to help others in the same situation. Uh, it kind of came upon me that, you know, this wasn't my bottle share anymore. This wasn't my mission anymore. This was something that, that there was no one else better to lead it than Chris. And um, at that point, Dry County partnered with Chris to, to form bottle share and uh, have since kind of turned the reins over to him because he's, you hear the passion in his voice when he talks about it. He's sure. He's the guy to lead it and uh, and kind of taking it, making it what it is today. And it's uh, an entirely different vision than I had uh, to start in an entirely better and more positive way. So um, he's doing things with it that are that are awesome, like here tonight. It's definitely rewarding to see, for sure. Well, that's Chris. We knew you before. Cheers to that, by the way. Cheers, Trey. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. That, was, that was wonderful. We knew you before Bottle Share really got started. Correct. After... You guys knew me before the accident. Absolutely. Yeah. So and, and, you know, so we have seen the difference in your your voice your ability to speak even, my ability Chris, to for speak, those yeah. who don't who don't know that was very difficult for you it was for incredibly difficult uh, when you were on the show last there were some issues not bad we were able to do a good interview there mm-hmm. but the progress from that point you're you congratulations to you Chris not just bottle Thank share you. but to you for the amazing progress you've made in healing and I know we won't dive into it on the show but the challenges you faced with an accident of this magnitude, getting everything done that you need to. Thank you, man. I really and, appreciate it. And I tell you what, I find the truest form of healing in through the bottle share and helping other it's people. It's just bottle share. It's yeah, just, it's I just, 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 just did it. Oh, no. <laughs> That's great. Cheers. You fell into Cheers, man. Cheers, man. Cheers. You got me there, buddy. You got me there. Here, here. Yeah. I'm so passionate about it that I don't have time to sit around and, and, and think about what might be holding me back. You know, there's, there, there are no problems. There are only solutions, right? There's, there's no tragedy. There's only adventure. Uh, it, it really all depends on how you look at it. And through that, that is how I have found the purest form of healing for myself. Now, Chris, I know when you started this, the idea initially was to be kind of Atlanta and Georgia. But Bottle Share is now, it's a nationwide initiative, we, correct? Correct, yeah. So uh, just last night, actually, we dropped Bottle Share Collective. Uh, what that is, is it's a monthly membership uh, for any brewery across the country to participate in. And when they do, uh, and in the event that something tragic happens to one of their teammates or their employees, Bottle Share is going to help go ahead and step in and help out because they're a part of that membership program. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the webpage when you launched it last Correct. Night, yeah. So, there, for, so, so for the very first quarter of the month, it's $50 a month for a full year. You commit to 50 bucks for a year. That's an introductory price. And, and the reason being is because we want as many people as possible to join in so that, so that we can have the funds in place and ready for anybody across the nation that needs it. Right? So they throw an event, a benefit event for one of their employees that, that's in need. And we'll go ahead and, you know, as long as everything falls in place and it, we go through the process, uh, we do match grants of up to $2,500. Okay. All right. So is that what this event here is about? Or is this a completely separate thing Completely that? separate thing tonight. Okay. Yeah. So What are we doing tonight? Tonight we're celebrating the life of a good friend, uh, an industry partner, Philip Barnes, 
co-owner of Modern Hops. Philip and I were getting pretty close. He was bringing me in as his, uh, not like a charity partner for all of their really amazing beer festivals that they have. Uh, and and we for were, those that don't know, Modern Hops is kind of a pioneer here in Georgia on for sure. independent uh, craft distribution, uh, beer, mead, various other liquids. Correct. Just so. a big difference in attitude with the way they handle distribution. In Georgia, and I know a lot of other states, you're kind of locked in. It's uh, yeah. you know, almost Correct. indentured servitude to your distributor. Yeah, yeah. Correct. And, and they're, so. they're, they're doing really cool things, and, and I'm very appreciative of it. And it's so unfortunate that he passed. But what we're doing today is is we're celebrating his life and we're honoring his wife. So we started a fundraising campaign on Facebook uh, and generated fifteen thousand dollars. And so tonight we're going to oh, be wow. awarding and granting uh, Mrs. Barnes, Jennifer Barnes, uh, the endowment check for fifteen thousand dollars. That's fantastic, man. Excellent. That is That's absolutely excellent. awesome. That's and like I said, Philip was a great guy. We've known him since before. Yeah, amazing. Modern dude. hops got kicked off, and what the beers that he's brought to Georgia, the the events, like you said, the festivals that they hold, in that uh, yeah, really shocking. I think to everyone, seriously, so big sudden. surprise, so yeah. sudden, out of the blue. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is a, a delicious beer. Great calls that you have there. We're looking forward to talking more. We've got more to cover. Cool. With Bottle Share. Awesome. We'll be back in just a minute. You listen to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Is your brewery or restaurant pouring all jacked up? Your foundation needs to be protected from heat, chemicals, and other contaminants. At the same time, you want to make sure it's slip resistant and you can clean up your messes with soap and water. You know who to call? ResTech. We've been manufacturing poured-in-place flooring since 2002, and we've got solutions to fit any facility's needs. Go on and visit our website at ResTech.net. That's R-E-S-T-E-K.net. Drop us a line and we will come to you for a free evaluation. Oh, yeah. Have you ever thought about owning your own brewery but don't know what it takes to get one built? We're Storytime Construction, and we build breweries. We're Georgia's most experienced and hands-on contractors when it comes to building new breweries and tap rooms or expanding existing breweries. We offer full build-outs, remodeling, and additions, as well as consulting and construction management. Give us a call at 770-733-4343. Storytime Construction. We build breweries. Guys on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Cannibal, cannibal coming. Now back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Welcome back to the Beer Guys Radio Show. I want to give a quick shout out to one of our great radio affiliates, WSLA fifteen sixty AM Slidell, New Orleans, Louisiana. Catch Beer Guys Radio on WSLA FM every Saturday at eight AM local time. Now let's get back to Bottle Share and Dry Nailed County. And Bottle Share Dry County. By the way, I'm just going to go ahead and spill the beans here. You just mentioned uh, New Orleans, Nowlands. Right? Yes, Nowlands. So just yesterday, Bottle Share finalized a collaboration with Urban South. Very cool, man. That's awesome. I'm going cool. to Nowlands. Yep. Now we're going to jump ahead since you talked about that. Or I don't know if it's jumping ahead or just changing topics. Hey, we we bring talked it back to about RGSA. Yes, RGSA. Which is Raising Glasses, Saving Butts. Out there, right? Correct. Saving A's. Yeah. And that is your tour that you're going to go on here soon. Very soon. We're going to say soon, right? Yep. 
tell us about RGSA. So RGSA 2020, it's hashtag RGSA 2020, and, and the reason I, you know, obviously had highlighted with with the hashtag is because throughout the this journey that we're going to go on uh, in the RV, completely across country, I won't be back to Georgia until 2021. Uh, I'm going to visit as many breweries as possible. Uh, the, the the crazy thing is, is shortly after my wreck, when I was in really bad shape, the only thing that I wanted to do was get better and go. I just wanted to hit the road. I wanted to get in my Jeep, maybe get a silver bullet and, and tow it behind me and travel the country. And now I have the opportunity. Now, 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 now not only do I have a reason to do it, but I have a purpose to do it. And so hashtag RGSA2020 is the hashtag that's going to be following that tour around. Good stuff. And uh, how many cities have you have you nailed down so far on the tour? Nolens and Denver thus far. Nolens and Denver. So, But the intention, you're going to go make a loop of the continental U.S., exactly. right? Exactly. And, and that we're, we're going to be doing like a lot of, you know, smaller events, not huge collaborations every single time. We're going to do one big collaboration per quarter. Right. And so, you know, the cat's out of the bag. We're going to be working with Urban South for Q1. So what we're going to be doing as well, the last uh, major collaboration was with New Realm and Mitch Steele. Here soon, actually today, <laughs> we're going to be releasing that recipe. And we're going to duplicate the process that Sierra Nevada did with the Resilience IPA. So you, you, you go onto the website, you fill out the information, then once you commit to a certain amount of proceeds going back to bottle share, you are now you now have access to Mitch Steele's recipe, which was a Norwegian hazy pale ale. And it was okay. phenomenal. We called it Victory or Valhalla. Do you put out all of the bottle share recipes? Are those shared as So not all of them, uh, the major ones throughout the year, which will be okay. one per quarter. So the following quarter we're gonna release Urban South's recipe. Uh, we're, we're already working on it. It's, it's going to be a, a very unique, very fantastic beverage. I don't think we broke down this one that we're drinking. This That's one's awesome, a, huh? The, uh, this bottle share. So this is a, like a four-way collaboration? I'm going like, to let Trey take over on, yeah. on, on explaining yeah, this one. Throwing, throwing me on the spot. Yeah, man. That's right. So like, you only just brewed this while, or we're part of the brewing process. Yeah, right? correct. I, I personally did not brew that, and you're lucky that that's the case. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Thank you for not, not brewing this. this yeah, Sean, this beer, which is yet. which is delicious, is uh, it is a four-way collab. It's between ourselves, Dry County Brewing, uh, Bottle Share, uh, as well as our our buddies over at Pontoon Brewing and Leprechaun Meadery as well. So, if I had to put this in a category, which you really can't, I'd call it a super fruited uh, braggot. Uh, so beer mead hybrid, um, and then like I said, pontoons involved. So there's a bunch of fruit. Uh, you're definitely getting your your daily dose of vitamin C when you drink this beer. I can um, taste that. Yes, you, you can. Yeah, we are all healthier for having consumed this beverage. The snozberries uh, in this taste like snozberries. I'm so sorry. They, 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 they do. They do. And yeah. that's got to be do. Sean O'Keefe that did it, that. It has to be. So something tells me he'll be dropping by later. And we'll we'll, see, him we'll soon, get his right? opinion on it. But, <laughs> but yeah, we've got got a bunch of fruits in here. Uh, Dry County beer is the is the base for it. Um, uh, one of our kettle sours, and then uh, we, oh, we so, okay. with, with Leprechano right. uh, Meadery, who also uh, they produce their meat out of our facility in an alternating proprietorship type of setup uh, to to kind of lend the the braggot aspect to this. But definitely a delicious, sweet, fruity, uh, 
beer definitely different than any of the other bottle shares that have have happened by this far. Point. By far, um, this is volume six, uh, which I know Chris is really proud of, um, and uh, like you said, really really awesome and exciting tour that's going to be happening with him hitting a, a number of breweries around the country and and really taking it to the next level in terms of raising awareness and and uh what's the acronym rgsa rgsa 2020 RGSA hashtag rgsa 2020 yeah, so definitely definitely excited about that for sure so how does the average person support rgsa 2020 like they see what you're doing they they don't own a brewery they're not going to brew a, a batch of beer or commit to that what can they do to help out so the easiest way for a specific individual uh, that isn't in or participate in the craft beverage industry, but they want to give. They feel it in their hearts to yeah. give, right? The best way for them to donate is through our Facebook page. And the reason I say that is because Facebook takes zero fees as long as it's the charity is a 501c3 nonprofit. You know, unfortunately, there's a ton of companies out there that, that are merchant service and take big fees and all that stuff. So for anybody that's just you know, hey, I love beer. I love the craft beverage industry. I love this community. I want to donate. I want to help out. Go to our Facebook page, Bottle Share Official. And, you know, I think a lot of people probably know that in the food service industry, there's a lot of workers in that industry that aren't making a ton of money. Correct. But I'm not sure people know that the same is true for the craft beer industry. What do they say? If you want to make a million dollars opening the brewery, you start with two. Is that right, Trey? Does that seem to be <laughs> holding true there? Uh, yeah, I don't know about make a million. If you want to have a million in your bank account, start with two. Start a brewery <laughs> with about three million. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, but you know, you've got a lot of people j- that are waiting the bar or assistant brewers, cellarmen, things like that. Big time. There's not a ton of money. No. In these positions, people do it because they love it. They, yeah. they want to do it, but. There's a lot of people that one paycheck can really just throw everything off. A hundred. If they have an injury. They're just totally thrown out of whack. You Without know, they a doubt. can't make their their utilities, their rent, basic necessities of life there. Yeah, and I, th- I think it's good context to give people that you know, being here in the Metro Atlanta area, we have an amazing nonprofit uh, in the Giving Kitchen who does very Absolutely. similar work to yeah, what we, the Bottle Share, pretty much Bottle Share is doing, duplicating um, their process. And, uh, and that was a lot of the the inspiration, kind of like an inspiration, inspiration for, yeah. for this was their mission is basically focused around individuals working in a kitchen somewhere, right? So it does not cover people working in a beer manufacturing, spirits, wine manufacturing facility. Uh, And that's where we wanted to kind of take what they were doing and doing world-class, doing exceptional, and expand into into, uh, this industry, which Chris has done and is doing and uh, continues to grow every day. But I do think it's definitely worth mentioning those guys over there at Giving Kitchen and and giving a shout-out to them I'll raise a glass to to Giving Kitchen as well. Uh, they're hu- a huge inspiration of mine. So, cheers! A, a fantastic organization. We've supported them. We did a uh, an art auction last year. We worked with a local Atlanta artist, Cat Lana, cool. who does some fantastic yeah, stuff. We commissioned awesome a Georgia beer piece. We auctioned off the original, and then we did uh, prints, limited prints, signed and numbered that we sold, and we raised. We were able to give the Giving Kitchen a check for thousand dollars. Yeah, man, that's so, so awesome. Yeah, you know, and you every know. every every dollar helps. You know. Uh, it, and that's that's the thing with with our grants, uh, our quarterly grants. You know, twelve hundred bucks, two thousand dollars. That helps so much, right? But five thousand dollars can change a life. Sure. And that's what we're doing. So each quarter of the year, we're granting out a five thousand dollar check. That's in addition to fundraising uh, events that we're doing, collaborations. There's four real true ways of of creating that income. 
But when it comes down to the grants, the major grants, the crisis grants, ones where people have lost their husband or their wife, they are in desperate need. Those are the ones that, that are the quarterly $5,000 grants. It's fantastic, man. Great organization. We personally know the people that you've helped so far in this. We're excited to see what comes up uh, in the future for Bottle Share and to see your personal progress. Yeah. Chris, we're excited for Thank you, man. Thank you, my man. Absolutely. That's good stuff. That makes two of us. You're listening to the Beer Guys Radio Show. We do need to take another break. We've seen Sean O'Keefe enter the building from Pontoon Brewing. We're going to talk to him. More from Dry County, Bottle Share, right after this. Craft beer forged with a reverence for tradition and new styles that start a revolution. Ironmonger Brewing. The brewers at Ironmonger Brewing pride themselves at being masters of barrel-aged, hoppy, and sour beers. They invite you to their tap room in Marietta, Georgia to taste and see. Also visit their barrel room for an intimate drinking experience with great live entertainment. Keep up to date on all things Ironmonger by liking them on Facebook. Ironmonger Brewing. Establishing a new standard in craft beer. guys on facebook twitter and instagram now back to the beer guys radio show oh god here we go again dark alert welcome back to the beer guys radio show if you enjoy the show please consider supporting us on patreon just go to patreon.com slash beer guys patrons get cool perks like beer guys swag commercial free episodes and even bonus episodes that aren't available anywhere else now let's get back to uh talking some beers we're gonna talk beer we would like to thank Christopher Glenn for his time on the show. Yeah. Christopher has departed the show to take care of his event here. It's getting very busy here, so he's making the rounds, talking about bottle share, letting people know what's up. But in Chris's place, we have the one and only Sean O'Keefe from Pontoon Brewing. There might be more of me, but I don't know. That's he's it, also man. never heard of spats, so I'm I very disappointed in everybody here. I have things yeah. to research when I go home tonight. Everybody yeah, will. Check them out. Socks. But this, they're not even, I think they're shoes. They're like black and white shoes. This is something in Brian's head. I think they're, they're like shoe coverings. coverings. Those are coverings. Yes. Back in the day when you needed a cobbler to make your shoes and you couldn't just run off to uh, Target. You'd Speaking of cobbler, Pontoon Brewing is now in the house. Yes. That's right. <laughs> yes. right. What, what in the world is even going on in this show? cobbler That's things. right. Cobblers, Sean, how have you yeah. been, man? Good, good. We're just, uh, just getting geared up for the anniversary and had a very fun evening of New Year's Eve. Our place looked like a destroyed frat house after the end, which, you know, it's appropriate. I was going to uh, say, I know you, Sean, and that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, man. I felt like I was back at home. Okay. Uh, yeah. Smell of, like, old alcohol on the floors. This it was great. Fruit puree everywhere. Now, everywhere. I have a question. <laughs> this is your second anniversary party, right? Correct. That's not right. That's not right, man. What's up? What's up with, the, what's up with that math there? Because hasn't Pontoon had beer out for, like, four or five years now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't, okay, uh, is know. that from the brewery? You're because you were contract at first, right? Right. So, and so is this from the brewery launch? This is from the brewery launch. Yeah, okay. the contract years. I think anybody that's done contract brewing, I think Trey, you dabbled a little bit in contract brewing. It's pretty tough and not easy to control. We were brewing out in Greenville, South Carolina. So, I mean, it's you know, three and a half hours to go out there and brew, and we were in distribution in Georgia, so we were brewing like every week. So the lack of control and, and a lot of things, and I'm not trying to make excuses. I just, once we brought it in-house, I was like, all right, this is actually Pontoon. Pontoon 2.0, man. Pontoon 2.0. 
We're celebrating 2.0 for Pontoon 2.0. Yeah, I like that. Okay. I like that. See, see we stuff. can roll with that. Okay, good yeah. deal, man. The two-by-two two anniversary, yeah. yes. Yeah. If we're going by real years, it's like the six-year anniversary. But see, that just doesn't feel right. You know, contract brewing a lot of times, too, you have some that they get really well-known. Wild Heaven, when they contract brewed, they had some really good stuff that came out. But it would be, uh, you know, kind of inconsistent. Yeah. And that's the problem. You don't have as much control. It's hard. It's really hard to keep it going. And then when you launch your brewery, things are going to change. A lot. Just plain and simple because you have different systems, different brewer in that. So if someone absolutely loves the contract version of what you're doing, even if what you make in-house is great, it's going to be different. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's And that's, you know, something we struggle with, too. I mean, all of our cores are new now. We have three new cores. They are completely different and and it was a lot of it was you know wanting to be more consistent as you know we grow as a brewery and then just also fine-tuning some things that are new with trends but also just some things that we wanted to do we were kind of like pigeonholed to make galaxy drifter because our distributor just really wanted us to make that but then when galaxy hops went through the roof and we were losing money on it i was like i can't keep making this beer right so you know just fresh start you bring up hops, and that makes me think about an article that, that Smalls sent us about uh, brewers talking about what hops are hot right now or what hops they think are going to be hot. Galaxy is expensive. What are you thinking now? What like What's the next hot hop going to be, do you think? I mean, I think Sabro has been one that people have played a lot with. Uh, Yeti um, has been something that I've seen a lot of people that are using in place of um, some other like really citrusy hops. El Dorado. Uh, so El Dorado has been around for a yeah. bit. And it was relatively easy to get, relatively not inexpensive, but, you know, not terrible. But I don't know what happened. There was a huge jump that all of a sudden El Dorado, you just, like, couldn't – we had it contracted, and thank goodness we did because it was just not on the market anymore. Um, So you're seeing some that have been out for a little bit that are kind of getting a resurgence, and I think it's because there's a a change in flavor or in, like, taste profiles in people. And so some hops that may have been a little bit more kind of in the back burner, like Chinook has had a huge comeback, uh, specifically the Michigan Chinook, uh, which has, like, huge, like, pineapple notes to it. Um, So, I mean, I think you're seeing kind of a, a resurgence of a lot of hops as opposed to, like, a new like breed that's out that no one's ever heard of. Yeah, and I think um, building on that too, it's I'm right there with you. I mean, we use Eldorado, Denali, Chinook. We use a bunch of these hops that have been around. They're not groundbreaking, but I think they're delicious hops to have their place. I think the trend I'm looking forward to in hops uh, going forward is really getting back to to blends and and recipes of hops, and not just I've got this smash beer, I've got this smash beer, I've got this smash beer. It's not just 100% citra, or 100% mosaic, or 100% whatever. It's really you know, lending what all these hops have to to contribute to a beer together in a two, three, four, five hop blend, and seeing a lot more of that, and getting back to a lot more of that, which is as homebrewers what we used to do a ton of, and we've yeah, all done our sure. smash experiments. It's fun, but, man. But oh, I think that's a, a big you're part. N- you're not alone in that because that's something else I read. One of the uh, the other brewers they interviewed was like, "Let's get away from like this single hop beer. Like enough with the single hop. Let's get a blend going. And I, Let's and get I some interesting development. We will. Yeah. 2020, 2021. We'll get away. Get away I from think, the smash. I think one hop." tends to be a little bit one-dimensional too there's some great hops out there like citra i think is one of the few hops that like by itself citra can do great things yes but what we've seen too is that when we blend citrus with other hops citra gets better and so i i saw someone the other day did a new england with uh, falconer's flight and i was like oh that's really cool i love i loved falconer's flight back in the day uh, and that's a good blend of hops and something that for a while was no one was using falconer's flight anymore 
And you might see a little bit more of that because I think those profiles lend well to especially New England's. So That's interesting. I do remember Falconer's flight being kind of a hot, I mean, three or four years ago maybe. That that was mentioned a lot. I haven't heard anybody mention that in for years yeah. until you said it just now. That's I've crazy. I've seen a couple things pop yeah. up with it. So Well, Sabro is one that I enjoyed, and that was one that I commented. It was one that I think one person mentioned in that article, the Sabro, and I was hoping we'd see yeah. more of those because I've enjoyed that. But I think the Neo-Mexicana, that's Neo another one. Yes. Zappa. There are a couple of these uh, other hot breeds that are coming out that are kind of some hybrids of like some other flavors that you're not traditionally getting. So like Zappa is known to have like almost like grape notes to it. Uh, which is interesting, and uh, and then you know Sabro has like the I mean heavy coconut like it, it it's you know sometimes when they say when you have when you see these hops and you see like oh it's got these notes and these notes in it and then you go to use it and you're like mm, that was marketing that wasn't actual <laughs> hops you know what what that profile is Sabro is legit coconut so that it's was like a cookie it yeah. reminded me of a cookie so Sean this seems like a question that you're uniquely qualified to answer what fruit additions are going to be hot. In 2020, man. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll embrace it, man. I, I love uh, fruit and fermentation of fruit. I think it's it's really cool. We're actually uh, working on getting our uh, farm winery license, doing some work with wine uh, as far as like cider and mead. Uh, we just brew with Gergis down in Tampa. I, the reason that I want to get into those things is I love the way fruit reacts with fermentation. You know, Absolutely. it's funny. Like fermented pineapple tastes nothing like Juicy pineapple. That is true. And What's some, that pineapple bit? Tapache or tapache? Yeah. The, uh, yes. Yeah, pineapple, pineapple juice. Yeah. Yeah. I had a buddy homebrew a, a batch of that, and I forgot about it, left a growler of it on my kitchen counter. It continues to ferment, guys. Heads up. Oh, yeah. FYI. <laughs> FYI. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so when I flipped the, the flip-top growler, it was like a shotgun blast. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was some taste. Is that? I know it's South American, but I forget which country. Pache, I don't know. I've had it in Mexico before. Yeah. Like it is, it At is that really point, it's there. like a brute uh, pineapple drink because yeah. it's fermented brute pineapple so, yeah. drink, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's like in, yeah, fermented pineapple, fermented agave. Yeah. Fermented, you can you can ferment anything. Ooh, fermented to agave. Oh, I guess it's yeah. tequila, right? Yeah. Basically, uh, fermented agave count. pulque. Yeah, so pulque. Tequila, oh. obviously distilled, oh, mezcal right. distilled, pulque fermented. So. Yeah, interesting. Do you know stuff. we talked to a brewer from uh, uh, Peru? Peru? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. chicha, chicha, and yeah. he said that's not you know the, because Dogfish Head did a chicha version and they were talking about chewing the corn in that, and he's saying that's not right. That's uh, that. They don't dog, actually do, but that it down makes there. for good yeah. TV. It did oh, make yeah. for it's a good story. It's good TV. People were revolted yeah. about it and they talked about it and they had to try it. <laughs> we're yeah. talking about it now. We are so, yeah. exactly guys. We have we have talked a lot about hops here and we're almost out of time. Sean, Pontoon Brewing's coming up on their second anniversary. Big throwdown there in about a week. What what can people expect at the anniversary? So we just did an announcement. We've got another uh, brownie batter that's releasing for that. It's uh, three different types of barrels, 18-month uh, blend one from the original brownie batter that we brewed a while back with uh, two blend twos that are VSAP Cognac and uh, Heaven Hill with batch two. Uh, so we've got one that's just going to be base, no adjuncts, uh, just nice one. And then we've got a, a Hawaiian one with macadamia nuts, toasted coconut, Kona coffee, and uh, Hawaiian vanilla beans coming Ooh. out too. Sounds so. delicious. And, uh, Trey, you don't get to talk anymore. We're out of time, man. But Dry County Brewing, check them out. Facebook, Twitter, the Instagram, We're all, all right. of that. They're pretty cool. Good stuff, man. You have been tuning in to the Beer Guys Radio Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. That wraps it up for this episode. Next week we're going to be talking with Alabama's Fractal Brewing. For more crapper info, follow us online. We are Beer Guys Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
Thanks for tuning in. Have a great week, and don't forget to drink local. Cheers. Duke's Mail. Do you get it? Because only the ones that get it really get it. Your friends get it. Your mom gets it. Your grandma gets it. Your neighbors get it. Sometimes a dog gets it. Get out of there. What else? Uh, your potato salads get it. BLTs get it. Tailgates get it. And restaurants get it, too. By now, even you probably get it. So get it today. Made without any sugar since 1917, Duke's is that little southern something that makes good things better. Get Duke's. It's got twang.